Moving media hosts can feel like a scary and complex endeavor that it's easy to get wrong. Let's see if we can make that process a little less scary. Hello and welcome to the Podcast Owner's Manual, the first for January. This is the show where we help you feel better about your podcast and yourself. My name is Mark Stedman and I am your podcast consultant and I'm recording this slightly differently. So I was at the first of our monthly meetups um, in, uh, well, just a few days ago now, uh, the first in uh, in January, it's a, a new meetup called Vocal Brew. And this is just an opportunity for all of us to get together and set an intention for our podcast in the year ahead and then meet up every month and find out how well we're sticking to those intentions. That's kind of the idea. And one of the things that's really important for me is that I create consistently useful I was going to say content. I'm just going to have to say content, the content. Um, but that has to be done sustainably. That has to be done in a way that I'm not going to burn out. Uh, you know, I've got, I, I'm juggling a few projects. Um, my friend Anya, uh, sorry, Anna. I have two friends, Anna and Anya. My friend Anna bought me, uh, she had made a mug uh, and shipped it over from from the States that says, uh, I'm very busy doing things. Uh, which is uh, which is true. So part of what we discussed at Vocal Brew was finding realistic ways that we can show up, uh, essentially, um, on that sort of iterative basis. Um, and so part of my commitment to that is making sure I get an episode out every week. And the easiest way for me to do that is to do a little bit of prep beforehand and then sort of come at you uh, on the mic with as little post-production as possible. So all the little sound effects and things are now being played in live because I'm lucky enough or fortunate enough that I already have the gear. But we're not here to talk about that. We're here to talk about migrating to another media host. So quick summary, a media host is where your MP3 files for your podcast live. So you probably already know this by now, but just in case... Um, Podcast content is not uploaded to Apple or Spotify or uh, Google Podcasts or Amazon. The way it actually works is we pick a media host. That is the place where our audio files live. And then that media host tells those other providers where the media can be found each week. Um, so it's really important to pick a good media host. And when it comes to thinking about migrating to moving, which you might do for for several reasons, you want to make sure that you get that right. Um, so this has come from an activity that uh, that I've been involved in uh, towards the end of last year. Uh, in fact, actually, it was, it was early early this month um, to to migrate a show from one host to another. So why would you want to do that? Um, one of the the principal reasons is because the place that you're going to move to has got better features. Um, so. I, I've talked a lot about Anchor and and you know not being a fan of it just because it's free doesn't mean it's valuable, um, which doesn't make sense as a sentence. But you know what I mean, right? It's it's free, so people think, yeah, that's a great place to start. And increasingly, and this may end up being next week's episode, I'm increasingly wanting to have a discussion about making an investment in your podcast. You know, I've got two guitars behind me. Anyone who's sat with me on a on a Zoom call has seen uh, two guitars popping out of my head. Um, behind me and 
I have no interest in monetizing that. You know, it's more than it's more than a hobby. You know what I mean? It's 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 a passion project. I write songs. I have done for for years, for decades, um, and I like performing them every now and again. But that's not a monetizable endeavor for me. I'm not really worried about uh, how I can upload my my audio and and um, and then you know make mon- make money from it or, or, or get a new career. You know, it's it's an enjoyable and enlightening process for me. And so I put money into that thing that I enjoy. You know, I've got an amp here, I've got an acoustic, and I've got electric. Um, and I invest in courses and things like that to to help me learn because I want to get better. And so I think there's there's a thing there um, that it's worth sort of engaging with around how we actually uh, invest uh, in our podcast. And so one of those ways that we invest is by picking a good media host. Um, now if that's you know if that wasn't something that felt manageable at the time when starting the project which is completely understandable then you might want to think about migrating so uh like i said better uh better or more features better or more customer support that kind of thing can be can be really useful um better support for standards analytics that kind of that kind of stuff so there's there's plenty of um plenty of reasons that you might uh, want to migrate so Let's actually take a look at how you would do it. So number one is make sure that both, uh, make sure that the host you are migrating from supports 301 redirects. What that is, it's uh, an old school web thing. So when... Uh, anything on the internet or when, anything on the web, which is slightly different, when anything on the web changes address, the original website or the original URL is supposed to issue a redirect. So the 301 comes from, you'll have seen this, like if you hit a, hit a web page and you get a not found, you see 404, right? That's, a, that's an error code. I don't know why we on the web, we show that number. It doesn't feel like it's really relevant to people because then you sort of have to explain, well, what is 404? 404 is an error code and it means this content was not found. Um, 200, by the way, is is means everything is okay. So most of the time you will never see that, but your browser is receiving uh, the number 200 and then a bunch of HTML. And that 200 means everything's cool. Here's the content that you asked for. 404 and then a bunch of HTML is this content couldn't be found. Here's a web page explaining that this content couldn't be found. And then that's shown to the browser. A 301 uh, status code means this content has moved uh, and moved permanently. There is a 301 and 302. So 302 is colloquially, colloquially sure, known as a temporary redirect. So that's saying for, for now, you can find this over here. And that's used for things like logins. So if you go to uh, facebook.com, you might be redirected to, for example, facebook.com slash login. Uh, so you log in and then you get you get back home. A 301 redirect is a permanent redirect. That's saying for now and for always, this URL that, that you've, you know, a.com is now actually at b.com. That is vitally important when we have our podcast uh, feed because the uh, podcast is powered by something called an RSS feed, which is just a file that sits somewhere on the web. And so, what we want to make sure is that when you migrate from one media host to another, 
that media host that you're migrating from is going to issue a, a 301 redirect to the new RSS feed because you're most likely in 9.9 times out of 10, your RSS feed is going to change. The address where it lives is going to change because we've moved servers. So it'll be, for example, you know, these are not exact, but it'll be like feeds.anchor.fm slash one might be a a URL. And then you might move, uh, you know, I love Transistor. That's who I use for my host. So that would then become feeds.transistor.fm slash one. It's the same feed, but it's now changed address. And so we need to tell Anchor, this is the new address, and we need to make sure that Anchor honors that. That's really important because then all our podcast apps, um, all your listeners' podcast apps will automatically get episodes from that new address. And they'll automatically pick up anything that's been uploaded to Anchor since or after that redirect was put in place. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, they'll all get those new episodes. Um, what you should always do is, is go and manually update the, the feed in Apple, in Spotify, in Google, in Amazon, or all those places. Um, but the redirect will make sure that, that those episodes actually do get uh, picked up. Uh, so it's really important and not... Every single host supports it. That is, that's changed now. And of course, it doesn't help you if you've already picked one. But for the most part, if you've picked a media host in the last, you know, couple of years, you'll be fine. You'll, you'll be golden. And you can Google how to do it. Um, there's usually a process where you're either cancelling your show within that original host or you can keep, still keep the show active but issue this 301 redirect. So you can always get in touch with the support people from, from your original host if you need to. Um, but it's, it's you know, different places will make it differently difficult, right? Buzzsprout make it quite... Um, well, there's quite a few boxes to tick, but it's actually all in service of making sure, hey, I do you know what you're doing? You know you can't go back you know, uh, if you do this, have you backed up your content, all this kind of stuff. And so Buzzsprout, for example, are pretty good at making that, you know, making that. And it's sort of a point of pride for them, actually, that they say in their in their, uh, in the literature on the website that we we want to make this sort of offboarding process just as uh, uh, as, as well considered uh, as, as the onboarding process. And so that's the thing to, to make sure uh, that you're, uh, the host you are supporting, uh, the host you are migrating from, supports 301 redirects. So the next thing you want to consider before the, you know, uh, performing the migration is downloading your stats. Now, again, uh, different hosts will provide different data. There is no standard uh, for how data is shared between podcast hosts. That's something I tried to work on a couple of years ago and ne- nearly got there, but didn't quite. Um, so, for example, again, Buzzsprout, you can download a, a pretty comprehensive a bunch of files with transistor. You can download some CSV files, and that's usually all you need. Um, you can't import that information into your, your your incoming media host, but that if you need that information, if you've got to provide that to anyone, then obviously you want to keep that historical data. Um, a quick caveat uh, that, that's worth mentioning is in almost every single case, you will get slightly differing numbers of downloads, maybe up, maybe down when you migrate. Um, that's because each hosting service has a different definition of, of or a different way of counting a download. And so the numbers are never going to be, even though there are standards, again, there are actually standards for how we count downloads. The implementation details are very slightly different. So it's it's useful and, and I would say important to download your, your stats um, 
But yes, don't necessarily expect that you can import them and, and that they would be uh, exactly the same kinds of numbers. So number three then is checking that your metadata matches up. So a way that you would do this is when you start the process of moving, when you're picking the media host that you're going to move to, the first thing you'll, you'll probably do is import the content from your old feed. So let's say we're going from Anchor to Transistor. I would log into Transistor and I have two options. I can create a new podcast or I can import an existing one. So I'd say import an existing one, give it the URL of the feed within Anchor and it'll go and churn, churn away and download all of the audio and put in all the show notes and all that stuff as well. So one of the, the, the key things to make sure here is that the show notes look how you want them because again, each Media host has a slightly different way of doing of handling show notes. Um, some are a bit more restrictive than others. Some just let you put in sort of any old any old stuff, whereas others are quite restrictive because they know that podcast apps themselves are quite restrictive in what they'll show, uh, in in how they actually show show notes. So they might clean up the text or or move you know. Um, remove certain things like uh, embedded YouTube videos. If you've got those in your show notes, they may be removed. And so if those things are really important to you, have a look, make sure everything kind of looks as it should. One of the most common things that you will see, and it's a bit of a pain to go and do, but it, you know, it's, it's worth doing. One of the most common things you'll see is a bunch of white space, like a bunch of extra lines put into your show notes, you know, where where you've, you've got a couple of paragraphs, it might look like things are double-spaced or there's just an extra sort of new line after each bit of text. And again, it's just, it's just a quirk of the way that we're moving HTML code around the internet, basically. And so it's useful to, to check out. There can be some quirks with, with some places. Some, some hosts don't produce very well-formatted content. And so when it comes over from your feed, it can look a bit skew-if. So start by just taking a look at a few episodes and, and if you're sort of generally happy then you, you're probably going to be okay um but yes absolutely you know make sure links still work if there are images in there make sure they still work and they're not pointing to your old host because they might start to go away so that's something you you kind of just have to eyeball really uh, unless you want to work with me uh, on, on doing that which is which is a thing uh that that can happen Okay, so number four is to check the files. So again, I think doing this on a random spot check basis is is good. You know, if you if you've got hundreds of episodes, certainly. Uh, and what I mean here is going into each episode, and this sounds silly, but you've you've got to make sure that it, it that it's sorted. Is making sure that each episode's audio is the audio from the episode that it should be. I bring that up because I've seen cases where for some reason that hasn't been the case. I've seen episodes imported where the metadata from episode one is fine, but it's got the audio from episode two. Don't know why, don't know how that happens, but it did. And so you absolutely want to make sure that that, that doesn't happen. That, again, there are ways to automate this process. Uh, I actually ended up building a tool that does all of this. So it checks that the files are the same. And if, if they're different, it actually goes in and checks other information. Uh, checks that the duration is the same even if the file has subtly changed which might happen as well so yeah that you know it, it's really important because what you don't want to happen of course is that you you've migrated um from from your from anchor to transistor for example and then you've shut anchor down and you then find that you've got two episodes where the audio is the wrong way around or it's 
two episodes where they've got the same audio because they've been imported incorrectly you know and and then and then what do you do <laughs> so make sure that that you do all of this stuff before you issue that 301 redirect so number 5 then is is to check links so these are links in individual episode descriptions but also links in your main description make sure they go to the place they're supposed to if you are migrating from a podcast host that has its own website that you might want to make sure then if you're linking to episodes are you linking to the episodes on the new website, for example, you know, if you're moving websites? Because most people, or lots of people who use Anchor, consider the anchor.fm slash whatever to be the home of their show on, on the web. And so that's like the homepage of their podcast. And so if they wanted to li- link back to previous episodes, they might link to anchor.fm slash my show slash one, two, three, four, five. What we want to make sure is if you, once you've migrated, you'll have a new website for your podcast. And so you want to make sure that the links to previous episodes are updated. Again, it's tedious, but uh, it's the kind of thing that I think is worth doing. Number six, speaking of tedious, this is quite the job. Number six is updating your players on your website. So if you have a website that is agnostic from your media host, for example, if you have a WordPress website for your podcast and you go in and you create a new post every time there's an episode and you embed the player and you copy in the show notes, that kind of stuff. If that's if that's what you do, then you want to make sure that when you migrate that those players are updated. Because again, the players may stop working once you've migrated. Once you've issued that 301 redirect, the players, uh, for you know, the player on Anchor, which is when I say the player, I mean when you visit your website, you visit your web page in uh, WordPress. Hopefully, you've got the episode player with that play button and the artwork and stuff, sort of fairly uh, towards the top of the page, and then the the episode description and stuff beneath. So that player code will need to change because at the moment it's 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 all the anchor players then when you move to transistor you have to do that and so that's the kind of thing if you've got a va uh they can chunk through that you know in an afternoon it's not necessarily the thing you want to spend your time doing but uh it is absolutely the the kind of um automatable job that you might want to uh, send out to someone who who can do that because it's really important to do but it's yeah it's it's not something that you wouldn't necessarily do yourself but absolutely it should be done and again that can be not exactly automated but there are ways that we can get the code for your original episodes so that at least you know what to look for and then give you the code for each new episode and you know do that in like a csv file uh, and then send that to your VA, va you know that that kind of stuff is is uh, definitely a thing that that is doable so number 7 then is to back that stuff up uh, make sure everything is backed up i do this uh, again as part of my migration process i download everything so i'll download the original rss feed i'll download each uh, each episode and the artwork for the episode if the transcripts are available i'll download those and again this is all automated because that's the nice thing about an rss feed the podcast feed itself we can read that a computer can read that because that's what it's meant for and we can guzzle up all of that information and make sure that it is downloaded uh, and, and kept somewhere safe, just zipped away and, 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 and put somewhere so that in case of emergency, we've always got access to it. So um, yeah, absolutely back everything up and then double check and back it up again. <laughs> Number eight is to pick a low traffic time in between episodes to do that migration. 
So if you put out an episode every Monday, consider doing the migration on a Sunday. Get the episode uploaded to the new host beforehand so that on Monday morning when when the, the time rolls around, that audio is just naturally, if you like, picked up from Transistor. Uh, so, you know, don't load, don't upload the episode to Anchor. Just up, start uploading your new stuff. Schedule it in Transistor or whoever you're moving to. Set the, the date and the time. And then when that date and time comes around, you'll be able to, you'll see straight away, oh, the migration has worked because new audio is coming from this new feed. Um, so you want to make sure, obviously, that if there's any kind of disruption. So the way this typically works is there's no actual disruption to the podcast itself. It, it doesn't like stop working or anything. Um, but I'm thinking about your website and other stuff that might sit on top. Uh, th- that's why sort of doing doing it on a, a fairly sort of low traffic day uh, is is going to be the, the time to do it. So always doing it in between episodes. The, the, the way I like to do it is import my old episodes, upload the new one, schedule it for the next day when it's supposed to go out, whenever that is, and then set the migration in in process, put in that 301 redirect. And then what will happen is, well, basically a lot of stuff behind the scenes, but nothing that anyone will notice, right? So so each podcast app will go, oh, the feed URL has changed, but all of those old episodes are still there. So that's cool. I don't need to do anything. I just know the address has changed. And then when the, the day of the episode, the new episode comes around, it's already picking it up from, from the new feed. So pick a nice uh, a nice time um, when it's, it's not going to be too disruptive to you or the rest of your team uh, and go and do that. Um. So that is number eight. And then number nine, finally, is double and triple check everything. Uh, apparently in Russia, you know, it, it, we, we have the, the measure twice, cut once thing. Apparently in Russia, they say um, measure seven times, cut once. So I think there's, uh, there's, there's some wisdom there. Um, one of the things that you want to make sure to do is when you're issuing that 301 redirect, that is the final piece. That is the thing that says the podcast lives here now, right? That is your forwarding address. So just before you put that in place, take the URL that is the the correct new feed URL. So, you know, feeds.transistor.fm slash one, whatever. That's going to be the new feed for your podcast. Before you hit OK in your old host and say, yes, I'm transferring it, go to a website like castfeedvalidator.com and put that new RSS feed address in there and just double check that A, it's an RSS feed and not just like a website address or something else, uh, or there's just something weird sitting in your clipboard. Make sure that it is the correct address. And that everything sort of it will come back with like a bunch of technical checks to say yes the feed is delivered the the, the artwork looks good I can see the latest episode as long as it's coming back sort of green um, you know with with green tick marks then you're you, you're good um, and and you should be able to uh, to set up the the redirect but double triple check because you know you want to make sure that that you get this right because you know i'm i'm not trying to uh create any horror stories here i i really i i haven't really encountered any any major horror stories but that's because we tend to treat this this stuff you know i i anyway tend to try and treat this stuff with care and i've this is the kind of thing i've done a lot i've migrated a lot of feeds um 
And actually, I say horror stories. I was involved in in one. Um, I I used to have a media hosting business, which is one of the reasons I know you know a fair bit about this kind of stuff. And when we when that business was sold and um, someone else bought it, um, the migration that happened wasn't entirely ideal. Uh, that was done on mass. And it wasn't handled very well. Um, now, what we're talking about is on an individual basis, and you will have a lot more control over that. But this is your show. This is your podcast. You want to make sure that you get it right. So uh, a sort of a bonus caveat to this, uh, if you like, is uh, is get in touch. Have a, have a chat with me. If you are in the process of migrating or thinking about migrating, and, you know, again, like my intention here is not to scare you it's not to make you think oh god you know what have i what have i done or what have i got to consider you know here 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 be spiders there are but i think i've hopefully shown you the ones to, to look out for but if you uh feel like you could use a hand with this kind of stuff then you know where to find me um which which brings us very neatly to the end of the show so that is it. Um, yes, you know where to find me. Mark at origin.fm is my email address. If you want to have a chat about anything like this, uh, moving hosting uh, companies, then get in touch. Uh, you'll find links to uh, some of the uh, things I've talked about here at podcastownersmanual.com. Thank you very much for listening, and I look forward to having a chat with you again next week.